Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Good morning, everybody. We're so glad you've joined us. Uh, it's always nice to, uh, to see each of you make it on a, at a service when normally you might not be because of the snow. Um, so we're glad you're here and uh, trust that you'll enjoy the service this morning. I just remind you that this is communion and that you ought to be uh, scrambling around to find uh, something for, for, for us to join together. Uh, though we can't do it bodily, we can certainly do it in, in, uh, with, the, with the help of Zoom. Thanks, Joel. Um, the, uh, we'll begin with the uh, uh, call to worship. And, um, and so there is a, it's a very short one, but it really says a lot to us in terms of our worship. And it really encourages us. Shout praises to the Lord. Our God is kind. He renews our hope and heals our bodies. Celebrate and sing. Play your harps to our God. God let us live in peace and give us his very and gives us his very best. As soon as God speaks, the earth obeys. Bless his name. Our gathering hymn, it's actually a chorus, it's uh, number 27 in your hymn books, but as the deer pants. sing that one twice because it's pretty short <laughs> but anyway thank you uh linda for that little chorus you can use it you can sing it all day long it's a good one to uh keep in mind and to use as a kind of a day of rejoicing well this morning um we're going to gather as a people of god and pray the prayer of adoration and the assurance of pardon we will have a time of confession during the communion uh, service. Let us pray. Gracious God, on this beautiful day that you have made, we rejoice in you. 
We are thankful, Lord, for the way you've blessed us, the way you've touched our lives, the way you've encouraged us. And most of all, Lord, the fact that at every moment of our day, whether we are sleeping or whether we are awake, you are there. We ask you now to be with us. We know, Lord God, that you help us to confess, to, uh, to live our lives, and we confess our sins, knowing full well that you will forgive us. Through Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. Um, at this time, we're going to have the children's song, Blessed Be the Name of the Lord. And then we're going to uh, have a little story that I have um, that you'll enjoy. Blessed be your name in the land that is dreams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I found in that desert place. Go walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. And every blessing.
you, Joel and family. And uh, we want to melt, welcome some that have just joined us. And for those that will in the next few moments, you're welcome to be here with us. Well, the story I have is an interesting one. And it's a story that comes to us from a pastor that I didn't know really well, but, but he shares this story. And he compares our lives, people of faith, to a garden. And he said, if he had his choice, he would plant three rows of squash. He would plant three rows of lettuce. And finally, he would add three rows of turnip. The first row he would plant of squash, he would plant, he would make sure to have squash gossip, squash criticism, and squash prejudice. And all of us, you know, need to adhere to that. There's all ways of squashing those things. And we've all participated. But here today, he says those first three rows, he would squash all kinds of negative stuff. And then he would put in three rows of lettuce. And in that he would, he would, it would be, let us be faithful, let us be unselfish, and let us love one another. And finally, in his garden, he would add three turnips. Turn up for church. That's what you are doing right now. Turn up with a smile. Most of you have smiled to me. And turn up to serve others. And I'm so grateful to all of the people of our church who've done that so well during this uh, COVID-19 time. Bless your hearts for doing it, especially our, our elders. I pray for all of you, and I'm going to pray for the children Praise you, God, for our children. Thank you for their lives. And Lord, I pray that we would plant gardens that produce real fruit in our lives. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Well, we're going to read the, script, uh, read the scriptures in just a minute. I'm going to ask uh, Hazel to do that. But the prayer is there in front of you uh, that we're going to pray before we get into the word. Let us say it together. Thank you, Lord, for being our source for all we need. In order to shine like the sun, embrace us as we rediscover you anew and afresh. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask uh, Hazel to read for, for us from St. John chapter 17, verses 1 to 17. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask, and ye shall, and shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that 
ye bear much fruit, so ye shall be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. And this is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do not whatsoever I command you. I henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant I knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, that you love one another. Thank you, Hazel and uh, Joel. I apologize for giving you a bum steer. It should have been 15, not 17. But you put up the right, a, a good one, because that's the Lord's uh, prayer to his father just before he's to be crucified. And a lot of the things he asks for his friends about are the ones that are in the passage in 15, because he doesn't call us servants. He calls us friends. Well, have you noticed how Jesus uh, has, did such a great job about talking of everyday things, common things, that most of the people in his day understood? And he was able to take the ordinary and make them extraordinary, didn't he? May bring about extraordinary truth out of su such simple things, things that everyone knew about. So when it came to the to uh, vineyards and vines, everybody knew about that because, well, because Isaiah had taken the trouble to present his his um, the Israeli people as the vineyards, as the Lord's vineyard in the Old Testament. Well, if we want to modernize it and put it into the New Testament, they are still God's vineyard, but all of us are God's vineyard. And when we receive Christ, we are changed. When we have the privilege of traveling to Mendoza, Argentina, incidentally, that's one of the largest world uh, vineyard, uh, largest collection of, of vineyards there is in the world. And we saw many of them. Uh, and they, the vineyards, the vines seem to grow so well. But many of the origins, as a matter of fact, all the origins of those vines came from countries where uh, people from Spain and, and uh, Italy and France and uh, Portugal brought over vines from those countries and made them uh, part of the vine growing uh, businesses that later, later grew up in Argentina, in Mendoza especially. They were just sprigs though, little sprigs of vines from wherever they came from, the people came from. And that's you and I, we're just sprigs 
little little pieces of 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 what Jesus is if we've asked Jesus Christ into our lives. And then Jesus says three things that I want to share with you today that are so important and they're there on the screen, but I'm going to talk about them anyway. We are only strong as people. We are only strong as people when we are connected to Jesus Christ and with Jesus Christ. He is the vine. We are the branches. He said that very clearly. Jesus was saying, you and I must be connected to him in order to bear what? We all bear fruit, but good fruit, good fruit. So as you and I are connected to Jesus, we produce, we produce such fruit as the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness. And Paul goes on to say, and you know, of these, there is no law against about these fruit, apply them because the Holy Spirit will give them to you in the name of Jesus. We produce those kinds of fruit when we are connected with Jesus. Secondly, as the gardener, because that's what the father really is. He's the gardener. He makes sure that the, from the vines, the branches produce fruit. From Jesus Christ, the vine, he wants to make sure that we produce fruit. And any of the ones that don't, well, the Bible's very clear. He's going to prune those branches that fail to produce fruit. So for us, as children of God, we need continually, continual pruning. Just ask my wife how often I need to be pruned. We only produce fruit when we're connected to Jesus Christ. There's a story of a French lighthouse keeper who worked near Calais. Now, Calais is directly across from the cliffs of Dover. And, and it's a beautiful spot. We've actually been there. And, uh, and uh, the, the, actually, the, uh, the boats go back and forth there nonstop. And we were originally supposed to be getting on a, on a uh, Hoover craft. Well, we ended up having to go over the slow way um, on a uh, uh, boat that carried your vehicle and everything else. So here we were, and we went over and had a great time over in France when I was much younger, and so so were our kids. But here we were, and while we crossed that place, we began to realize how beautiful this countryside was, and we didn't have to go far before we reached some vineyards. There were all kinds of them. Well, the fact is that here was this French lighthouse keeper a number of years ago who worked near Calais, and he was so proud of his work as a lighthouse keeper. A visitor asked him one day, what would happen if one of the lights on the lighthouse went out? And the lighthouse keeper's response was, it will never happen while I am the lighthouse keeper. I would live in fear of a, of, of a ship crashing into the rocks along the coastline and all would be lost. So we need to understand that we must keep our lights burning, but we must also bear fruit. When we produce fruit, other people end up producing fruit. But there's a third thing I want to leave with you. When we produce fruit in and through our lives, 
Jesus shines through us. Understand that. Jesus shines through us. And as a result, we produce good fruit. We are regenerated on an ongoing basis. And if you look at, at branches from the vine, you'll notice that they keep regenerating. Well, that's what happens when we are connected to the vine, Jesus Christ, and allow the Father to prune us on a regular basis in order that we might produce more fruit. The world desperately needs men and women and boys and girls whose only purpose is to glorify God, to project the love of God to others. I close with this story. A man who used to shine shoes in downtown Ottawa many years ago, loved his work and to turn a, a scruffy looking pair of shoes into a, a shining work of art was his joy. One day, a professor was walking by and, and decided to get his shoes shined for the third time that week. And finally, after hearing the shoe shine man whistle and hum all the way through his work, he asked him, why are you so stinking happy? And the shoe shine man stopped and scratched his head and said, well, Jesus, he loves me. He took my place. He forgave my badness and makes me happy. He didn't speak well, uh, English all that well. And the professor decided he needed to make a change in his life. A couple of weeks later, he went by and saw the shoeshine man again and sat down to have a shoeshine job done. And while he did, he said to the, the man, um, where do you go to church? And the man said, well, I can take you there this Sunday. And so with that, they were there that Sunday and that professor after the service went to the pastor and asked him if he could speak to him. Pastor said, how about right now? And so they went back to the pastor's office and he asked the pastor about the shoeshine man. And he said, tell me something, what makes him tick? I want what he has. Let me ask you something. Are people saying that about you? Are they saying that about me? No. Not really about me. I can tell you that right now. But here was a man who was transformed and he transformed others in the way. Here was a totally uneducated man who transformed or was instrumental in transforming the life of a professor at the university. I want what he has. Let me ask you something. Is that what people say about us? when they talk with us, when they interact with us, let us pray. Gracious God, I thank you, Lord, for this man who really shows us how wonderful it is to be serving you. And I ask, Lord, that you would today touch our lives. In Christ's name we pray that we would reflect that we would be branches that Jesus Christ and God our Father can be proud of. And so can we. Amen. Um, we're uh, going to go straight into the communion service and I'm going to ask Linda if she would uh, uh, pray for us. Let us break bread together on our knees.
You're muted at the moment, Philip. I don't think your music's on, Linda. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can now. Sorry, Joel. No, that's all right. Um, you we're going to start right in because I've already played the introduction. All right, let's go. Thank you, Linda. And it kind of prepares us for this time together for communion. And uh, so let us, uh, first of all, respond with the Apostles' Creed. And if you have your hymn book, it's number 539. And if you don't, well, Joel has graciously listed it um, on, the, uh, on the screen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there, he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. As we go to the Lord in prayer, we're going to give thanks for this gift of bread and wine. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your word. This morning and Lord I'm so glad you're the vine and Lord I pray that we will be good branches we ask you to forgive our sins Lord we Lord repent and ask that you would uh, receive us as your children this morning may we wait may we walk with you and may we be intersected with you in every way so that we 
will be bear good fruit. Lord, we ask now that you'd forgive our sins. We think of all those who are part of the, our church family and some beyond it. We think, Lord, of Christy Brady, who really needs your healing, Lord, because not much else is working. And Meredith Gimmel, Harvey Jackson, we thank you for the progress he's experiencing. Joe Lyons, Sylvia, Fred, Lily, bless her little life, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. Michael Nealon, Rob Patterson, Matthew, and Earl. We thank you, Lord, so much for answering prayer this last little while and keeping us safe. We think of those in retirement homes, Judith and Isabel, Fran, Norma, Audrey, Donna, and Lori. And there are many others, Lord. And as we bring them to you in your mercy, O oh Lord, hear our prayers. Lord, we think of Wib today, Lord, and he's with us for the service. And I ask, Lord, that you'd heal us back in Jesus' name. Lord, we want to pray for Canada and ask you, Lord, to heal our land, how badly it needs it, spiritually, physically, and emotionally. We need your healing. And we need leaders that are going to be godlike. Raise them up, O oh Lord. Now guide us in all we do through Christ our Lord who taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for these gifts, the bread and the wine, as we receive it as part of your church. Amen. Paul says, for I received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that on the night Jesus Christ was betrayed, he took bread. And after he had given thanks for this gift, he broke it. And he said, take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he took the cup after they'd had supper, saying, this cup is a new covenant found in my blood for the forgiveness of the sins of many. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you reflect and show forth the Lord's death and his resurrection until he returns. Let us take bread. Jesus broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this, remembering me. Let's remember what he did for us. <clears throat> In the same manner also. He took the cup after they'd had supper saying, this cup is a new covenant found in my blood for the forgiveness of the sins of many. Take all of it in memory of me. Let us receive it as people of God. I want us to close with uh, number 571. 
Um, and Lord, I want to be a Christian. Linda will lead us in it. And uh, let's enjoy that piece because it's a, it's a really good piece. And thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, it's just such a pleasure to have you all the, each Sunday and I miss you like crazy. I want you to know that. And so as we pronounce the benediction, I want to pray that the Lord will be with you and strengthen you this day. And, uh, and I want to thank all the people that participate to make the service so good. Uh, you are such a blessing, not only to me, but the entire congregation and the people that join us each week, which are part of God's children. God bless you. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit rest on each one of your lives now and forevermore. Amen. May the Lord give you a great week ahead and a great day today. Uh, this is, a, uh, I thought I'd mention this, this is a Super Bowl Sunday. So now that I've done all the things that I should do, <laughs> I'll be able to watch the game. And uh, for those of you who are not football fans, well, Catherine isn't. I'm going to make her uh, wings and fries today. 
for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> I trust you're all uh, going to enjoy that, the day because it is a beautiful day out and a good day for a walk, actually. God bless you all. God bless you, Elaine. Thank you. You be good, you girls and boys, all the, all the, all the clan, because there's a few of you over on the, on the um, uh, uh, Josh's and Kristen's kids. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.